Shut up and sit down. Oh boy, oh boy, it's time for Third Shift again. I'm your host, Matt. This is episode 60. With me as always, it's my boy, Eric. We're going to kick it off like we always do. Eric, how was your week this week? Oh boy, I've been them killing them damn aliens, man. <laughs> awesome. Destiny 2 hit. <laughs> I've been like a crackhead, man. Just mm-hmm. I can't stop. I sit there and I'm itching. I'm like... Oh, my skin burns, man. I got to go play the Destiny. Oh, jeez. Oh, Pete's. Been in there rocking it out, hanging out with the fans, watching some movies, doing some other stuff, outdoor activities. You know, the fall time's coming. Apple mm. cider's brewing. Oh, that fall, true, that fall actually, smells yeah. coming out in the air. It's a beautiful thing. Got on mm. some Fortnite, tested out some Battle Royale that they got going on, which we'll talk a little bit about, of course. Got into the closed technical of Project 1v1, did some rounds in there, remembered how bad I suck, and uh, <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. yeah, beyond that, just living the good life, you? Uh, pretty much got like nothing to talk about. My uncle went home, I think it was, what was it, over the weekend or the first couple days of the week. Ever since then, been nothing going on, man. I just, I've been trying to get back into some games, but nothing's really been tickling my fancy. Pl- played a little bit of Yakuza. Played a little bit of Fortnite, some Battle Royale, like you talked about. I played a little, I played, I think one match of Survive the Storm, but nobody joined my game, so it was literally impossible. And then, like you said, we got into the technical test of 1v1, and I'll talk more about the issues I had with it later in the show, but other than that, man, nothing, just freaking nothing going on. It's just a total dead week. Oh, oh, that's not true. I put up two <laughs> articles on the website. Yeah, Suck I was going to say, wait a minute, you, I saw some articles from you. He's at least busy doing that. That's right. I finally compiled my 30 video game answers thing I was doing on Twitter until it became this giant boondoggle. So that's up on the website. And then the the uh, inaugural WWE May Young Classic All Women's Wrestling Tournament finished up on Tuesday. So I had some I did, did like a quick hits and misses, you know, three three and three things I loved, things I didn't like about it. Put that together. That was kind of fun. So uh, go check those out if you're interested. Hey. Hey, speaking of that, I'm interested to know anybody who's listened to the old show on our website, what would people be interested in me uh, chit-chatting and messing around with, you know, off-topic, just for fun, Game of Thrones, you know, Just Destiny. put something up there, dude. I don't know, you know, well, you know, I just want to put with somebody See, for, for, like, for like eight months, you've been like, we need that website up. I'm going to put all kinds of stuff up. Hey, it's up. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'll talk about like a turtle. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I got things I could put up, but I'm like, man, if I write all this and then the typical Eric gets zero responses, zero likes, zero replies, mm-hmm. I've got children, I've got a wife, I got things to do, so like, if no one cares, I don't want to waste my time with it, you know what I mean? But then again, like you said, it's, hey, just yeah. do what I enjoy and the hell with it, I guess. I was going to say, I haven't gotten really any responses on my last two articles, but they were still fun to put together and fun to do. Mm-hmm. And I like enjoyed the process. And it was nice to actually have a venue to put my thoughts out there on things. I was going to say, that'd be nice to have your thoughts permanently there. Like, yeah, even if nobody really cares or people disagree with it, it's at least, you know, I'm not just sitting here going, oh, that was cool. Maybe I'll say on the podcast that I liked a thing. Mm-hmm. And then that's it. It's a nice put to put a, uh, your actual internal thoughts in the, in the long form there. I get mm. it. I get it. But still, you know, I'd like to have Just a discussion. Just put something up there, you slacker bastard. Oh, my God. Fine. God. <laughs> hate you people. 
<laughs> so other than that, there was no Talented Tuesday this week. Send us your fan art if you want us to participate in a Talented Tuesday. Yeah, somebody better send us some art. Holy gosh, we need to draw something here in the next freaking couple weeks. I don't even know where my colored pencils are right now. I think they're in the kitchen. In in like the <laughs> not like the junk pile, but there's like a miscellaneous little cups. Because like sometimes I use the stirred sticks for my coffee. Well, you know I have like that that tray that like my keys and kind of mm. coupons and random crap goes in. I think they're in there because I took them to work one day and then came back and went ah toss here while I get my lunch stuff ready. So, but yeah, I agree. Somebody does need to challenge us to an art competition because I haven't drawn anything in a long time. Maybe I'll challenge us to an art competition. Hey, who knows? Right. Fine. Sounds good to me. But coming up next Tuesday, we got IG2G number 15. There were a couple things that I saw the other day that I was like, man, I should put that on IG2G, and I didn't write them down, so now I'm going to have to go find them again. You have to search. Well, I know I'm excited because Nintendo just had a Direct, and there's all sorts of good stuff. You're going to do like two separate things just about shirtless Mario. Well, yeah, because he has nipples, man. This is exciting news, buddy. Oh, did you see on Twitter there was one really cool image of someone said, oh, when you zoom in really far, really close on his nipples, it looks like this. And they put like a little nose with a Mario mustache around it. Oh, it was that's, really cool. that's awesome. No, I didn't see that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's all over the place right now. Oh, he's got mm. nipples. Woo! And I'm like, well, that's not what I've chosen to talk about, but sweet, I guess. <laughs> Just one of those things where it's like it was like a full moment on Twitter, and people are like, "I'm screaming, Mario has nipples," and I'm like, "Why wouldn't he? He's a human." Yeah, he's supposed to be a humanoid. Well, who cares? What What is going on? Why do people care about this stuff? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know, man. I'm too old for these these Twitter people. Yeah, I'm an old grumpy man, but hey, <laughs> exactly. I'll take it. Regardless, there's some good stuff, so I'm looking forward to that for sure. So rolling on into the Gearbox news section, no shift codes for Golden Keys this week. I'm super sad. I can't say my favorite thing. But something we did forget to talk about last week, I believe. Yeah, it wasn't in the show. But uh, Game Informer linked to their original Borderlands write-up when it was still Mm -hmm. dark and gritty and realistic looking and because of the 10th anniversary of that coming out. So that was a really cool article. I appreciated the, the old style character designs and art for that. That was really kind of interesting. I'd honestly forgotten all about that, to be quite truthful, yeah. until that came out. And then I went, oh, my God, that's right. It did have a completely different arc in the very beginning. And then I remember it being all realistic, and it was a huge issue. Talked about mm-hmm. all over the place when it did the dramatic shift to the cel-shaded, uh, more crazy out-there artwork. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I, I didn't even remember that. Because that all happened, and then it kind of dropped off the map for me for a little bit. And then mm. I picked it up and played with, you know, my buddy James, so. Yeah, I only knew about it after the art shift had already happened, and it came out, and people were like, wow, this is great and really fun. So I I hadn't even been following it, you know, before that point when it was still realistic, let alone in Game Informer, which is the, that's the GameStop one, right? Mm-hmm. You get that yeah, from GameStop. that's the GameStop, yeah. Yeah, and I don't, I don't do business with GameStop, so I was completely out of my whole wheelhouse but that was a really cool article so check out gearbox's twitter check out the game informer twitter i'm pretty sure you can find it on that too really cool article really cool uh, look back at the past of borderlands mm-hmm. i concur good sir i do indeed and then i think it's still going on we do have a 25 percent off sale in Fortnite for the standard and deluxe founders packs this week yep. i don't know if it's all week long or a couple weeks or, well, well, whatever. Right now it is on sale, so if you guys have been slacking on picking that up, 
Go ahead and grab on that. I'm guessing it's going on during the duration of the public testing of the Battle Royale. Because oh, that's that the whole, sense. I think that's the whole tie-in. It's, hey, we got the public test for the Battle Royale. Come on, if you guys love PUBG, come on in, blah, 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 blah. Get it 25% off. What a deal. It is a pretty cool deal, and you get a lot of content, and they're constantly updating it. I'm going to talk about that a little bit more because when I was playing just yesterday, it looked totally different. All kinds of things had changed. As they should be, and as I said, Matt, they're constantly updating their stuff because, Mm -hmm. you know, it's early access, and they promised every week they'd be hopping and bopping with stuff. And I want to talk about a little something that was noted when we get into the whole uh, Fortnite Battle Royale conversation. Cool, cool. Rolling on through the next part of the show, we got the Battleborn free rotation for you guys. This week we've got Atticus, Benedict, Reyna, Cleese, Whiskey Foxtrot, and Kelvin. Pretty solid lineup in my opinion. I like it. Uh, for myself, not digging it, but that's because I'm not really that great with any of these characters, so... That's true, you're not. Yeah, these are kind of like my least favorite characters all lined uh, up together, and I'm like, man, yeah, if I was a free-to-play guy this week, woo, not for me. <laughs> You could sit there with Whiskey Foxtrot, just just sit in the back with Whiskey. I'd say the best chance would be with Whiskey Foxtrot or Reyna. The other guys, poop on that, man. (laughs) I mean, you got Atticus, Cleese, and Kelvin, so you got some beef in there. They're they're all kind of tricky, tanky-type characters, but if you get a couple of them, especially with a Reyna backing you up, if you pick the heels on her helix, you know, you got a good team there, Good good solid beef team. And Cleese, Cleese has some good heels, too. Yeah, that's true. So between Cleese's heels and Reyna's heels. Shield heels, yeah. Yeah. You got the self-heels from Kelvin. And mm. yeah, it's not, a bad, it's not a bad deal, but it's just a lot of characters that I've never been able to really wrap my head around. Yeah, yeah, true, true. And then also in Battleborn news, we don't have a battle plan yet this week. They said it was going to be delayed until Friday, and as you guys know, we record this on Thursday nights. So they said, hey, as an apology for not getting it out today, they had a shift code for Shane and Oryx's Null and Void Cyber Skin. I'm sure Daniel probably put that in the show notes, so go check that out, or hit up the Battleborn forums for that. But we did get hot fixes this mm-hmm. week. We've got a buff for Oscar Mike. The damage of his assault rifle is going up by about 17%, so he's even more deadly. I like that. I like Oscar Mike. I like shooting people. Yeah, I guess. I thought he was pretty pretty nice where he was. He seemed to be pretty good in a one-on-one engagement, but yeah, I guess it doesn't hurt my feelings that much. I'm excited. He gets that buff, and then he's got the mutation that ups his assault rifle damage even more. So once you get that, you're gonna be you're gonna be kicking some butt, man. I was gonna say you're gonna be deadly if you're accurate with your shots. You're gonna start laying down some heavy fire and take people out before they know what the hell's going on, unless mm-hmm. they're paying attention. Yep. And speaking of overpowered and silliness, oh man, Boulder. <laughs> they did a hot fix for Boulder. They went ahead and reduced the unarmed movement speed bonus from thirty percent to twenty percent. They decreased the amount of damage reduction granted by Rage from 25% to 15%, and they reduced the base damage of Quick Melee by 25% from 84 to 63 at level 1. So, as you can see, he just got nerfed in three ways, hmm. which was needed. I full-heartedly agree with this. Everybody's been saying that this is what needed to happen. Uh-huh. Once again, is it enough? We will see. <laughs> because they've been nerfing him for quite some time in small increments. 
And thus far, Boulder still remains a dominant force, you know, in PvP and everywhere, basically. I feel like nerfing him all the way around like this is something they're going to dial back eventually. Because it, people said it even in the comments section, like, hey, don't forget he is a tank, so don't take his damage reduction or his ability to survive away too much. Otherwise, he's just going to be a generic melee dude who can't even hit you that hard. So I feel like if they if they keep going down this road, they'll have to come back up it a little mm-hmm. bit but uh yeah like you said i've we've always had problems with boulder living through everything it's a joke on the show boulder always lives so mm-hmm. they di- dial it back down a little bit so it's a jokes in the forums it's a joke on reddit everywhere it's, what do they call it boulderborn i think that's what everybody calls the game boulderborn nice. i mean because no matter where you go and what match you select somebody's picking boulder and just dominating Ooh, and I always see the bots battle kids saying, Boulder's too hard. I can't I can't do it. Boulder's <laughs> too much. Even, even in bots battle. Even bots battle. Boulder is ridiculous. <laughs> and that's saying something because you can I, just I don't watch trust over the those fools, no kids. problem. Uh, <laughs> bots battle. Play a real game. So wrapping up the Battleborn section of the show, we're gonna move on to the Project 1v1 technical test. Now everyone's been spazzing out about the NDA, but going into the forums. In one of the threads, somebody asks specifically about what kind of stuff they can do, and Meredith says, you know, she asked around the office, and general consensus is that reaction videos, and we're not even videos, should be fine as long as they don't show any videos or images. And we literally can't do that, so we should be fine. We're golden. Now, I also, it's, they updated on the Project 1v1 main screen when you log in there anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and say and stated that uh, for the record, if you're just talking about the game, you're mm-hmm. you're fine. You just can't have the screenshots, the videos, things like that. So we're all Sweet. set. We're gold. We can chit chat a bit about it, initial cool. like impressions of what we played and how we felt about it and everything else. So I thought we'd have a, a mini discussion on it. And first, we'll go with you because you're in a yeah, yeah. position, right? <laughs> <laughs> I have the biggest impressions of the game is that I can't freaking play it because I have I have a PC that you know it was a pretty decent gaming PC like four or five years ago, so I downloaded it. I opened it up. I'm like, oh, clicking through the menus, looking at all the cool stuff. I'm like, oh, shiny, cool music. Let me get in the dojo and practice. And I got in the dojo and it went, and I went, uh oh, that's not good. So I tried to hobble around at like two frames per second. Didn't work. I went, hmm, graphics options. Take off the anti-aliasing. Well, nothing. Oh, there's a slider here. Crick it down all the way, and it started looking like I was looking through, like, 18 stained glass windows. Like, it put, like, a like a pixely effect all over the screen. Very nice. I was like, oh, I could run around with it, but I can't see literally, like, two feet in front of my face. So, obviously, the full game will have more graphics options, but I literally can't play it. Unless I jump into one of the unfinished maps, which don't have any textures or anything. They're just geometry. Those run great. Well, and I would say this, Matt. <clears throat> you might need to just go buy, keep your PC, but just actually go buy a video game's graphics card. Mm-hmm. And not even the most up-to-date one. You could get probably yeah, yeah. get away with two gens ago and still be all right. And that'd mm-hmm. probably get you where you could you know play it and check it out at a, a normal rate. Because it doesn't require that much to play the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just it's just one of those things where I could do that, but I play like a total of two PC mm-hmm. games like two times a year, so it's just kind of true. Yeah, you know. I know. <laughs> You'll never get to check out any more of the closed technical, man. <laughs> well, they just got to put it on consoles, man. That's that's all there is to it. 
So you can't play the game. So mm-hmm. I'll talk a little bit about that part. However, you can check out your starter kit, you know, the cards you got and the collections and a little mm-hmm. bit about that. So I guess let's talk about those and what you thought, even though you didn't get to test, you didn't get to test them or actually play with uh-huh. them really. But from what you were seeing of those cards, did you think it was a neat idea? Did you think it looked kind of lame? What did you think? I thought it was a pretty cool idea. I liked being able to select your loadout for you know, the special abilities you'd have going into the map. Like you said, I was only able to touch the starter stuff and bounce around on an empty map, super blurry with it. But I like the system. I like the idea. The, you know, it felt, it was nice to have the double jump right off the bat because that's something I really enjoy uh-huh. in shooters lately. So it was nice to have that. Having a rocket launcher right off the bat was pretty cool too. Although I think people in the in the forums and stuff were saying that they're just spam rocket launchers because why would you not? Yeah, I'll talk about that in a minute, for sure. Mm. But yeah, it was pretty fun. I don't have much to say about it. I thought gotcha. it was a cool system, and I, I like it. Well, so for anybody who doesn't know, the Project 1v1, it's going to be a 1v1, duh, it's in the you know working title. You go up against an enemy. Now, the thing is, you get two cards that are your weapon cards, and yep. then you get three ability cards to support you in your fight against your enemy player. Mm. And... The initial two you get are the shotgun and you get the rocket launcher. And mm. as Matt was saying in the forums, everyone's talking, why would you do anything else except for the rocket launcher? Because let me tell you, I went ahead and went with a shotgun for my first couple matches. Mm. And wow, no thank you. You you had to get <laughs> right up in anybody, somebody's face to kill them, which mm. is fine. It's a shotgun, I understand. It makes sense. However, there was almost no damage or incentive for the other individual who would have the RPG not to just get in my face as well and shoot me with rockets. Mm. Yeah. In most games, the RPG, if you're in someone's face and you shoot, you die too, and you mm. cancel out the kill. Therefore, yeah. you don't do that because what's the point? There is no point unless you were going to lose, period, and then so you just did that to make it a mm. wash and move forward. So in this, though, they were able to get close range with me in a room and just rpg me and since they got a huge range you know of contact it it was just ridiculous i didn't stand a chance with the shoddy well i will say that in the maps as small and tight and contained as they were that you know that i was able to tell from you know the bit that i could run around in them if you had any splash damage for yourself on the rockets you would never use it literally ever it's it's not like you're shooting across an open plane ever even the end of a hallway it's if there's a person there it's it's almost right in your face so i feel like you have to have it with no you know no self harm damage on it in this game otherwise you would just constantly die all the time well i'm not talking about a i'm talking about a, if it's right in your face proximity and there's enough from those maps are tight and they're small which is something i wanted to address a little bit Mm. Um, but I think there's enough room to apply a splash damage to the RPG, but make it a very a close proximity splash damage, and you know what I mean, not any kind of mid range or anything. It's just I know I know what you mean. I'm just saying that it's the game is fast paced, and it, if you got to deal with that kind of thought in your mind, I understand what you're saying. Mm. That if you have the RPG, all the other player has to do is just keep it close on you, and yeah. he's gonna lose because he can't kill you. So yeah. I get what they're doing, but the problem is it makes other weapons not as useful mm-hmm. at this point. 
Now, here's the thing is I ended up through a pack getting a grenade launcher, mm-hmm. and I wanted to test it out, but the game kept crashing on me, and I couldn't get back into a match, so I wasn't yeah. able to get in there and check it out. And I'm really sad about that because, well, I was hoping to try out some more weapons. I did get to check out a couple of other abilities, and I'll say the abilities are awesome. The, the thing is I'm not used to my PC anymore, like playing those <laughs> types of games. Uh-huh. So while I'm running... I have to actually think about shifting my finger over to use, you know, the uh, the E and the R yeah. for the abilities. Now I understand I can go ahead and map them to my mouse and whatnot, and I'm gonna oh, pro- yeah. and I'm gonna do that. But uh, initially, when I was in there just messing around, having a you know a good time, I just kept with what was the uh, default. Mm-hmm. Um, so for someone who's moved to consoles and I haven't played, you know, PC hardcore in years, uh, it's it's definitely a challenge. And they move, you know, the movement speed's much quicker. The uh, reaction time for everything is just on the dot. Mm-hmm. So it's fun, but being someone who hasn't been into that for a while, I find it difficult because I'm not used to that. I'm used to the clunkier, slower movements and controls that are inherent in consoles. Yeah. Now, one other thing, speaking of the abilities, one other thing I was concerned about, and I saw some people talking about on the forums too, is that they said, you know, as you get duplicates of cards, it levels up your current cards and makes them do, you know, better abilities or more damage in the case of weapons. And people were saying that, you know, once you get to be, you know, level, I'm not sure what the ranking actually was, but like level 10 or something, or with more powerful weapons, and it matches you up against noobs. They have literally no chance against you because mm-hmm. your stuff is so powerful that you just roll over them. And since it's 1v1, they, like I said, they have literally no chance because if you're on a team, okay, sure, maybe you, maybe he's busy over here and you can backdoor and shoot him. But, you know, they're looking for you and you're the only thing in there. So that was, that was kind of concerning. It would be concerning except for the fact that... I- they have the ranking system, of course. They have the gladiatorial thing. You can go challenge people in the lobby to battle, which in that point you can challenge anybody. Highest rank, lowest rank, doesn't matter. The whole point is you want to be the, the big dog in the kitchen there, you know. Mm-hmm. And so you go challenge the higher-ups and see if you can take them down and get their spot. And then, of course, there's the dojo where you can just explore maps, figure out routes, all that good stuff. Now, in the future, when this game's out and healthy and there's a ton of people playing in it, et cetera, et cetera, you're not supposed to play someone who doesn't have any leveled up cards, who doesn't have any MMR, you know, that kind of thing. So in th- right. in theory, if the you know, as long as the game's healthy, you're not going to really have that scenario. You're going to be facing mm-hmm. off someone that at least has decent cards or high level cards, the same I- area that you're in. But right now they're in a closed technical. So I you know, And I know that at least one of the modes, it does flatten down the cards to like a uh, the same a level. Base. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you don't have super-powered stuff, but people who just want to jump in and play right now are still having problems with that. I, I feel like you're going you're gonna to find that eventually at some point you'll be going up against people who you have no business going up against. Which is fine, then you'll lose. And then it'll drop you down a little bit and say, okay, you don't belong here yet. And then it'll square you off against somebody more in your, your area. But as we always say, if you go in and you lose five matches in a row and you're just trying this game out, then... They see, I don't think you're accurate in that, man. I don't think you'll ever see it in the the game's out anyway. You'll see a match where you got zero MMR, and they're like, hey, here's a 400 MMR character with level tricked out nine cards or whatever. (laughs) Go! Oh, my God. Unless it's your very first round ever, because Mm. then it's going to be random, because they're just going to 
hey, we need to see where he's at. Uh, mm-hmm. Who's available? Oh, Tom is here. Whoop. In a match with Tom. Oh, God, look, he's level 97. And then you get wrecked. I mean, just spanked. Mm-hmm. He kills you 72 times. You die. You kill him zero. And then it goes, oh, oh okay. Brrr, cycle down. I mean, because this is going to have that ranking system. It's supposed to, you know, that's mm-hmm. its whole basis. So in theory, it'll work itself out after a few matches. In theory, I'm just saying. Unless it's got a crappy AI, which doesn't do, you know, the calculations correctly, and you end up in a, a bad scenario. Or there's nobody on, so therefore mm-hmm. your only options are these guys up here, or you don't get to play. So, I mean, it can happen, but in theory, as long as everything's healthy, it won't happen. So going back to the game and what's you know what we saw what we didn't see is the maps i was on i didn't get to do any of those unfinished maps you were talking about i only Mm -hmm. did the two full fleshed out maps they had available which was the uh the city town looking thing and then the jungle yep and both of them in my opinion are too small uh for even a 1v1 i felt that no matter where you went the other player was right there hounding you or you were hounding him there was Mm -hmm. never a moment to back up and gather your thoughts, strategize, come up with a plan of action. If you weren't moving, they were shooting. And you were getting hit or almost hit to the point where you had to move again. It was hard to do any kind of uh, thinking. And I don't know, maybe that's deliberate, but it kind of was too much for me. Mm -hmm. I I like a little more space to where I can find a calm spot and just go, okay, I know that crazy person's going to probably go over here and jump over here. I can come around and get them. But I wasn't having that. I was having the do 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 do, and I'm just like, oh god, run 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 run, then spinning around and trying to get him before he got me, you know, and mm-hmm. and then back and forth. Yeah, I didn't try to get into an actual match. I just ran around the dojo by myself because you know the graphics were so bad at that point. But even just running around like that city map and especially the jungle map. Yeah, the jungle map's the, the tightest. I felt like things were just so tight. I was like, I'll loop around the perimeter of the map you know, just to see how big it is. And it took me like four seconds and I was back where I started. I was like, wow, this is, this is tiny. And there were, you know, there were multiple levels to them, but I would go up a little staircase and there'd be a drop down right to the bottom again, Uh just like inside of like half a second of walking up. Hey, I'm here. Oh, I'm back at the bottom. Oh, well, if you jump up, double jump over here, there's another little ledge, but that's 40 feet, 10 feet long. And then you drop down at the bottom again. It was mm-hmm. really tight. Yeah, the jungle one had that main center room with the secondary ledge. And like you said, all the tunnels were very small, and they all led back mm-hmm. basically to that room. So what I found was happening was the enemy would just camp out right there on that secondary ledge in mm-hmm. the main room. And no matter which way you went, you were coming back to that room. So you could think yep. you're sneaky all you want. All he had to do was stand there on that secondary ledge and wait. You were mm-hmm. popping out of one of them holes into the main room regardless of where you went. The best you could do is hope you could sneak up on the right or left side, come around to the left on the top, and then maybe get him in the back once or twice. But, of course, at that point, he's on the ledge, so he just falls, ducks in under, goes through one of the tunnels, and takes off mm-hmm. again. And then if you give chase, he just pops back up to the same spot, and you just rinse and repeat. It just yep. felt like a, a tiny map. There was little room for uh, play and leeway on that one. The city mm-hmm. map I found to be a lot better. But still real tight. I mean, it oh, was yeah, yeah. it was always either A, go to the middle on the second ledge, or B, just stand in one of the four corners, really, on any of, preferably higher ground, that's, you know, general 101, and yeah. the, you're going to spot them. They're going to come around via one of those angles at some point. 
that's why I almost felt like I enjoyed the unfinished maps more because you could jump out and it was like, oh, look, freedom. There's sky, there's open area. And it jumped out and then started dying because I was, wasn't supposed to be out there. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, <laughs> man. Yeah. it's. I mean, obviously it is 1v1. It's not supposed to be a hide and camp and snipe from, you know, 100 miles away. It didn't appeal to me just because of the size of the maps. Like I said, I didn't play any versus games, but it just... I couldn't imagine playing it without just running into that other person every two seconds. Besides the smallest of the maps, though, I felt the uh, the fun factor was there, though. I did enjoy, as long as I was using the RPG, I was mm. having a blast just, like, jumping around, shooting him, shooting me, you know, with the rockets going every which way. The frank- mm. the franticness of it was enjoyable. I did, I did appreciate that. I was hoping, like I said, to get a couple more weapons, and I'm going to. So I'll be yeah. we'll be talking about this more and more as the time goes on, obviously. But I was hoping to get some more weapons, and I did get a couple new abilities. I got one where I could go invisible, but it would temporarily mm-hmm. phase me out, and I could run around. That was super handy and allowed me to like sneak up, get a couple close range shots in, and oh, yeah. you know get a couple kills. Uh, there was one that set me on fire, and so I was like a flaming ball, and I would like shoot forward until I hit something and explode, and that nice. was pretty fun. But of course, I had trouble you know using it effectively. Mm-hmm. but I could see where it would be handy. So there's a lot of cool abilities, and there's a whole bunch more I hadn't unlocked yet. And speaking mm-hmm. of unlock, they added in where even if you lose, you get like a consolation box. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which gives you more gear and uh, – not gear. Gives you more cards, which is abilities. Could be gear. Yeah, whatever. So it gives you I – li- I like that because it's like, hey, mm-hmm. even though you lost, here's some stuff to help you maybe improve your game, get a little bit better, yeah. change things up. That was awesome. I'm glad they popped that in there. And then uh, I will say, I hope, like, this game has potential. Mm-hmm. But as we've discussed before, and I'm just going to say it again, I wish they would think about adding a 3v3. Yeah. I know the working title is Project 1v1 or whatever, but I think a 3v3 mode would be outstanding. And keep your 1v1 for mm-hmm. anybody who's interested in that. And maybe even, maybe even make it so if you want to get your MMR up or rank up, 1v1 is your only option. But maybe have like a fun mode where you can do 2v2 or 3v3 or something Mm. like that. Just because I would enjoy that. And obviously I could play with friends and be more, you know, just more laughs, more good times instead of always playing with a stranger, just some random guy or gal out there in the world. Yeah, the only concern with that would be that you'd have to make specific 3v3 maps. Because if you had six people inside oh my of that. God, inside that <laughs> one, one that's already real tight. That I mean, that would be fun. Hey, look, I got three kills right yeah. away with my rocket launcher in one shot. shot <laughs> is blowing up everyone. Yeah, uh-huh. I, I understand naturally you're going to have to make some new maps, but it doesn't require that much. You make three or four maps, which is a lot of work. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that's not work, but three, four <laughs> maps, add in a 3v3, and I think you'd draw in a lot of other individuals you draw me in i mean that would get me for sure on board 100 percent because now we can play and have fun and i'm telling you what drinking some beers and going in there and me and you teaming Mm. up and shooting at baddies with rpgs that's just fun you can't get around that unless we lose like 20 matches in a row and then you're like oh now i'm sad banana that does happen sometimes occasionally Um, and what else was there that I was thinking about? The characters. They've only got one character model right now, but mm-hmm. what do you think? I'm thinking at probably by end game, they're going to have a whole bunch of different characters you can play as. 
I'm sure they'll have some kind of way to customize your character at the very mm-hmm. least. Like, oh, I got the red hat now. I got the helmet. You know, you know yeah, what I'm saying. Now I wear spikes now, around my neck or mm-hmm. ball and chain yeah, or I, something goofy. I got the I got the little trail behind me when I run if I want to once I level up or you know I, I'm sure they'll have character customization stuff. But yeah, that was another one of the things when I was flipping through the menu. I'm like, oh, let me see what my character do, looks like. Oh, it's generic dude with a helmet, so mm-hmm. he's just generic body. But like you said, I'm sh- I'm sure by the end of the game they'll have. I gotta imagine it's gonna be. It's a free to play game, so you know there's gonna be the incentive to buy stuff oh, at yeah. some point. So besides buying card decks, etc., there's gonna have to be some kind of cosmetic purchases, things like all the free to play games do it. So yeah. I imagine this will have it as well. I think that's about it for now. I mean, we'll get in there. We're gonna play some more. At least I will. Since your computer's say you not really handy. I'm gonna have to drag you over here and get you in on a few matches and see some stuff. I, I can listen to the music. Man, yeah, that right. music's really good. Yeah, hey, I was just saying the music is really good. Speaking of which, it's, uh-huh. it's pretty jazzy. I like it. Yeah, I enjoy but, it. Uh, we'll keep you guys up to date. Anytime they do some more updates, I'll play it some more. I'm gonna get some more cards, check some more builds out. Which you know they allow you to do several builds. Mm. So oh, you yeah, have several cool. of them saved, which is very nice. So I'm not constantly just taking the one and da, 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 da. I can mm. be like, okay, well, that didn't work. I'm going to go for this build, which allowed me more mobility, blah, 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 blah. That's cool. I do like mm. the entire card system allowing you to customize your character and to customize you know, what you feel like playing like, whether you want to be speedy, tanky, you know, all that other options. We'll keep you posted. Mm. Definitely want to play some more rounds and look forward to seeing what they got in store here in the uh, close technical. Yep, and then we'll probably just roll on into our little bit of Fortnite discussion. They had the Survive the Storm patch drop. I think that was what two weeks ago now, and then mm-hmm. just this week they had the Battle Ro- what is it called Battle Royale. Battle Royale. Yeah, battle. Mm-hmm. Then they had this week they had the Battle Royale patch drop, which is a open, just big giant. What is it? Hundred player the public testing for it. Well, well, it? yeah. I mean, everything's September twenty sixth is when it actually comes out. Well, but you know, everything's still a test right now. It's all still a test, but this is the. It's all early it's access. It's the public test, but it's a public of the early test access of the early access alpha version. For yeah. Battle Royale. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, initial impressions of either one? Did you get into the Survive the Storm actual matches? I ain't gonna lie, man. With Destiny and stuff, I did not get into the Survive the Storm uh, game, but mm. I did do some matches of Battle Royale just because everybody and their brother talks about PUBG, H1Z1, and those are both games I don't particularly play that much or mess with so i'm not gonna go spend you know my hard-earned cash on them because mm-hmm. that's not that's not my forte but since it's incorporated here i was like well hell you know everybody loves these games i'll get in there and check it out mm-hmm. and it is fun i enjoy it so the new battle royale is exactly what you think it is it's a PUBG, and i want to say clone because of course PUBG stole it from someone else stole it from someone else it's that genre of game in which 100 players use you know, go in on the astro van, fly over this island, you drop in wherever you want using your little glider. When you land, this timer begins and the storm starts encroaching. So it'll show you on your mini map like a circle and you have to stay within the circle. And of course what that does is it forces the players into a tighter and tighter and tighter and tighter position. So at mm-hmm. some point you're so close you have to fight each other no matter what you're doing. And, of course, the whole purpose of this game is the last player standing wins. Simple. No big deal. So I got in there, and I did it, and it was a lot of fun. And it's got a slight variant because, obviously, Fortnite's all about building 
your buildings and protecting them, et cetera, et cetera. So mm-hmm. instead of just going in there with your pickaxe, which is what you do, you get your pickaxe and you got nothing else. You land, you need gear. You go hide, you go find a building, da da da. And a lot of these buildings are like, it's neat because they're not just accessible from the ground. So you got to sit there, you got to go harvest some stone, some wood, whatever you got near you. Hurry up and do that. Hopefully no one's around you, sees you. If they do, you mm. got to go pickaxe battle one another to death. And yep. then the winner gets <laughs> the winner gets to keep going. And then you get up there, you find some guns, and then at that point you got to be like, "Okay, where's this uh map coming in at? You know, is it coming in around me or do I need to, you know, Oscar Mike and get over to where I need to be so I'm not going to get taken by the storm?" Mm. If not, you can fortify using the building construction stuff you just did, or you can stay on the move like most PUBG kind of games do where you just get a good rifle, assault rifle, shotgun, whatever it is, and you take off. Last man standing wins. So just kind of give you guys a little heads up of where I was when I was doing these matches. My whole tactic was find a tower, and a lot of these towers didn't have any access to them, so you had to build your own you know, stairways, etc. up to them. So I'd build a stairway up to him after I'd gotten myself a nice assault rifle and shotgun. And I'd get up there and I would just break the last piece that goes into the tower. And then I'd stay there. And then eventually somebody would come along, see the stairwell up to the up to the tower. And they'd get curious and be like, well, I wonder if A, someone's still in there. And B, if they're not, if there's anything useful in there. Or maybe I can use this tower to shoot people coming in from the storm. Sure enough, every time, eventually, somebody would come. And mind you, this isn't the most exciting thing ever. But, because you're sitting there doing nothing for a while. <laughs> but eventually, somebody would come up them mm-hmm. stairs. And they'd get to that point, and there's no way in. So they'd either have to jump in, or they'd have to go to their building thing and build a flat space. Well, guess what? If they went to the build thing, they're <laughs> they're completely vulnerable. So I'd pop out and start shooting them. And if they didn't, if they just jumped in, they were disoriented. Because, you know, when you jump, it takes a second to figure out things. Of course, I'd be right around the corner, start shotgunning them, bada-bing, bada-boom. Easily, without even trying, I was scoring in the low 20s with these matches. You know, this is my first time ever playing these games and even messing with this. Mm -hmm. So it's an effective strategy. Maybe not, like I said, the most like, oh, my God, I'm out there killing people, handling business. But, hey, it was working. Mm -hmm. And I was having fun with it. So... Even with that rudimentary strategy, I was utilizing the construction, which you know you don't have in those other games. So it was kind of neat to figure out how that worked, and then of course having the fun of just killing other players and trying to survive. There's this, there's just some level of joy in seeing those numbers go lower and lower, and you're still alive and they're not. You know, I, I enjoyed it. I look forward to playing some more. And right now it's just one v one. They said they are going to have uh, teams coming to where you can go in as teams, mm. but right now that's not. A thing, and they said, "Don't, no, don't try to team up. Don't try to be that guy, because if they find out, they will ban you." There you go. All in all, I enjoyed it so far. I'm gonna get some more rounds in this week. I look forward to the live version. They keep re, you know, doing nice, cool iterations on it. Obviously, like they do with all their main content. And what I was talking about earlier that I'll bring up now, when I was, we were mentioning Fortnite and the battle royale, is a lot of people were upset, stating that you know, hey, you guys still have a ton of issues in your main game. You need to address. Why the heck are you starting this PvP mode and messing around with that and not keep, you know, keeping focused on the main game? And the answer to that is the main the people making Fortnite are still working on Fortnite's main game. They went ahead and recruited the Unreal guys to come over and build this battle royale. So they're not using any of the 
you know the the resources and help for Fortnite itself with this project. So f- worry not. Everyone's still focused on making Fortnite a good game, fixing the problems, expanding, making it better, et cetera, et cetera. It's all good in the neighborhood, boys and girls. You can enjoy this, and you can still enjoy the regular Fortnite, and it doesn't hurt or harm anyone in any way. So wrapping it up with the mailbag, we've got a question from my biggest fan. Mom actually sent a question oh, in. Oh, yeah. She asks, Don't you think Gearbox has to be careful when announcing a new game after what happened with Battleborn? And my initial thoughts when I read this question was, I'm assuming she means... Because, you know, she sees the Twitter and stuff, too. She sees all the negative comments. People just saying, oh, we don't want this. We want Borderlands 3, blah, 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 blah. But then when I talked to her about it, she said, well, actually what she meant, so this is a two-pronged question, Mm -hmm. one being that way of thinking about it, was she was talking about how, you know, they kind of got sniped with, with a similar game releasing in the same window as Battleborn, like Overwatch did. So maybe that's why they hold their cards close to the chest on everything that's going on now. Just in case, you know, maybe they're waiting for, all right, we're going to announce it and release it in this little window where nothing like it is around so no other companies can snipe us and eat us all up. So there you go. We had this discussion last week when we were uh, talking about PAX West, and I think overall is no. I mean, I get what she's saying in that, you know, you don't want to announce your titles too early because then, like with Battleborn, you get three, four other titles coming out around it, and now their lunch is getting eaten all over the place and they're fighting and scrapping for everything they can get. And so you're like, well, okay, I see that. Keep it close to the vest and then just boom, here it is. Ha! Nobody's copycatting us. Nobody's coming out the same date and trying to compete with us and we get to enjoy a nice success, hopefully as long as the game's good. Problem is, if everyone hates your guts and swears you off and doesn't want anything to do with you because you're not saying anything or doing anything, well, your game can come out in the void wherever it wants to. If there's nobody who cares or wants to play anymore, you're still in the same boat. However, with Borderlands 3, I think they can afford to do that because no matter how mad you get, how angry you are, you're going to play Borderlands 3. That's just that's just a foregone conclusion. It's going to happen. You're going to play it. And I think even with the Brothers in Arms series... People that love that game, I don't really see hounding them or going nuts about it. I think they're content to play what's out, do games, and hey, if it ever comes out, they're going to buy it and they're going to play it. They're not like, oh my God, where's Brothers in Arms? Where's Brothers in Arms? Blah, 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 blah. But overall, especially for us, as we already said last week, it'd be great to know kind of what the heck's going on because it's hard to be like, all right, and next week we don't know because we don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I'd say yes and no on this question. No for the reasons that you said it, but yes because, you know, we've seen what happened so far. So I can understand why they would want to, you know, hold their cards close to the chest and only release it when they're ready and when stuff's, you know, good to go and, you know, maybe close to the release of it so they're, they're not, you know, doing what all the haters say and just, oh, all you're doing is just talking about this game that nobody cares about, blah, 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 because... The more negativity that's out there, the more it funnels into, like we said last week, it funnels into the Reddit, funnels into the forums. If all you see on Facebook is people saying, nobody cares about Project 1v1, or nobody cares about whatever Gearbox Quebec is doing, and you see that on the forums, on the Twitter, on Facebook, on everything, it eventually just seeps into you, and you go, yeah, I don't care either. Even if you you might have cared 
eventually. Now it's just, oh, they're not doing what the fans want. I don't know. I don't care. Blah. So I can see it from both sides. I would like more info, you know, more regularly, but they're going to do what they're going to do. That's very true. They don't have to talk to anybody, really, except for with Borderlands. they got to respond to what 2K says they need to do. But apparently 2K's happy. But it's not announced yet, so they don't have to do anything. That's true. Yeah, you're right. That's what the whole Randy Pitchford's whole thing is until it's announced, it's not real, and they can do what they want. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I get it. I mean, I understand. It just sucks because, of course, it's like, well, we want to know what you're up to. But fortunately for us, like we said, we've got We Have a Few. We get to talk about Fortnite. We get to talk about Project 1v1. So we've got stuff to roll with. We've got things to do. Gearbox is alive, moving and shaking. So regardless, we're still all right. Yes, we'd love to hear about Borderlands 3, Brothers in Arms, or whatever other project they may be messing around with. And, it, and of course, and you know what? This is a good segue into a little thing I just wanted to mention real quick. I was Gearbox is hiring. Oh, yeah. So if you guys are looking for jobs, they're hiring all sorts of positions. You know, Go check out their Twitter. Go check out their uh, website, etc. They've got all sorts of spots open and available. So apparently they're alive and well working on all sorts of stuff because they need more people to keep doing such things. And that pretty much wraps up the mailbag. So if anybody else has any questions for us, any comments, any concerns, if you just want to say hi, you can do that via email at info at thirdshift.me. You can tweet at us at thirdshiftme, and you can find us on Facebook under Third Shift. Yes, sir. And we got our Patreon set up. If you like what you hear, like what we did, something like that, hey, head on over there. Please help us out. Throw in a buck, five bucks, 25 cents, 50 cents, anything, everything's most appreciated. It goes towards funding the show, helping us out, improve, et cetera, et cetera. We love to thank our current patrons. You guys are the best. We love you. Appreciate you very much. If you can't donate, that's fine too. Money's money, as I always say. Got to pay them bills. Got to do what you got to do to keep hustling out there in the real world. So you can also send us likes, comments, questions in the mailbag. Interact with us in all those different ways because, you know what, that helps out too. And, of course, this podcast drops every Friday, so we'll be back in your ear holes on the 22nd of September for our very next episode. And you can find those episodes on iTunes, on Stitcher, and on Podbean. And if you like what we're doing and you'd like to help us out a little bit, please give us a like, a rating, a review, a comment, a subscription, any kind of good thing on any one of those good services because it does help us out and we really do appreciate it. Heck yeah, man. Five stars. We've been getting a couple more of those suckers. I like it. Appreciate it. We love them. Can have another story for you soon. Been doing some more digging, as I told you. Just pay attention. It's coming. It's going to be a good one. There you go. And with that, hey, don't, don't forget, to, forget save. to save. Shut up and sit down.